So, to discuss the annual Catholic appeal. Technically, I am supposed to be your inspiring witness speaker this year. But I gave that talk last year and pretty much every year before that as a seminarian. And I have come to realize that most people do not fully understand what the annual Catholic appeal is. So instead of inspiration, I am going to give you information with the hope that you will better comprehend why we have to do this every year. In church law, going back to ancient times, the diocese has been given the ability to raise money for itself by taxing its parishes. Under the assumption that the diocese provides services necessary for the work of the bishop and of the parishes, the diocese has every right to enact these taxes just as civil governments have every right to tax those they serve. The annual Catholic appeal is one of two diocesan taxes that our parishes pay each year. Originally, the taxes were unseen, simply being paid out of the parish budget, with the amount determined as a percentage of the parish's annual income. That's still how the amounts are determined. But even with a proportional rate parishes would still sometimes struggle to pay these taxes. So many dioceses, including our own, began to split off their more attractive and exciting ministries, like seminarian formation or Catholic summer camps, into a fundraising campaign. The benefit of a fundraising campaign is that it takes the pressure off of the parish budget and leverages popular ministries to essentially fund themselves through an annual drive. The boring diocesan expenses like chancery operations and human resources are still paid for by a tax on the parishes paid from our budget, but that tax is significantly reduced. Of course, the problem with a fundraising campaign is that it is most effective when it is new and exciting. Originally, the annual Catholic appeal was a goal. And the benefit of reaching that goal was that the parishes would get to keep anything raised above that goal. Again, leveraging popular ministries to help raise money. But after a few years, when the excitement had worn off, parishes were no longer meeting their goals. But these ministries still needed funding. So the diocese was forced to convert the annual Catholic appeal back into a tax. Meaning that, while we still have the benefit of keeping anything we raise above the goal, we now also have the obligation of paying from our parish budget whatever amount we fall short of the goal. If you want to punish the diocese for whatever reason, maybe you don't like me, that's fine. Please understand that not making our annual goal hurts our parishes too. We still have to pay the money. So, this is where we find ourselves. We still have the idea that we need to designate a parish project for the excess funds so that people are inspired to go over the goal. And we still have the idea that we need inspirational speakers to talk about the awesome diocesan ministries that we are funding. But, I have to be honest with you, I personally have come to resent both of these things. In fact, I didn't even look up what the Immaculate Goal was before I got up here, and I'm only a little bit sorry. 
If we believe that these archdiocesan ministries are important, we should try to fund them every year without having to rely on any gimmicks. And believe me, these ministries are important and are worthy of our support. This campaign funds seminarian formation, priest retirement, diocesan youth ministry events, and diocesan programs for the poor and vulnerable. Without the annual Catholic appeal, neither I nor future Father Ben would have been able to become priests because we could not have afforded to go to seminary. My point is simply that taking care of our diocese should be as regular and routine as taking care of our parishes. And that is why you're getting such a boring talk this year. So, how should we determine how much money to give to the annual Catholic Appeal? First, as with parish stewardship, we should determine how much of our annual income we want to give away to the things of God in general. In my case, I give away 10% of my annual income, which comes out to a little more than $3,000 each year. And then, I personally rely on the rule of thirds. I take that number, and I give a third of it to my parish, a third to my diocese, and a third to other worthy causes, like Catholic Community Services, Catholic Relief Services, and other second collections. Giving a full third to the diocese may seem strange, but this is where the parish rebate matters. Once we make our annual Catholic appeal goal, the rest of the money comes back to the parish. So if we all followed this rule, we would actually be giving closer to 50% of our annual tithe to our parishes. Finally, you may have noticed that our annual Catholic appeal goal has been creeping up and up over the last decade. Beyond normal inflation, this increase is due to the fact that Like every pension plan in every city, state, and corporation in this country, our priest pension plan has been struggling due to the high percentage of retired priests relative to active priests. Rather than continuing to let the pension plan dominate our diocesan taxes, Archbishop Sarton decided a few years ago to create a significant capital campaign in the Archdiocese called Called to Serve as Christ which will help to shore up our various priest pension and medical plans and reduce our annual diocesan taxes. You will be hearing more about this campaign in the coming months, but I don't want you to be caught unaware. It's already been happening in other parts of the diocese. Now, you may ask where capital campaigns fit into my rule of thirds. The answer is that they don't. The point of any capital campaign is that it exists outside of normal annual giving. It is an extraordinary gift. So when I am asked to give to a capital campaign, like building a new church, or replacing a roof, or this upcoming diocesan campaign, I prayerfully consider what I am able to give this one time in addition to my normal annual giving. As your priest, I have no problem asking for the regular annual contributions to the parish and to the diocese, because as Catholics we have a financial obligation to them. But with capital campaigns, I have to be much more careful. Because they are extraordinary, 
I have an obligation to keep them extraordinary and to only allow for capital campaigns once every few years. So I hope that some of you found this technical explanation helpful and enlightening, even if it may have been dry. For me, understanding the need and the process helps me to feel much better about contributing to the cause. Thank you for your generosity to our parishes and archdiocese over so many years. Our mission matters, and it would be impossible to carry it out without your continuous, generous support.